Welcome to America's Independent Voice Podcast. Everyone has a story and life experiences that when shared can be a benefit to others. Join us for conversations about the things that affect our families, communities, and nation. Hey folks, my name is JC Owens. I am your host, so let's get started with today's conversation. Good morning, folks, and welcome to America's Independent Voice. Today, we're going to be talking with Robert. For those of you that are not familiar with our podcast, Robert is oftentimes my co-host. I call Robert my voice of reason because sometimes I am not as reasonable as Robert. But today, we're going to talk about an incident that took place in Georgia where apparently somebody got cut off during a driving incident. And an older lady, I call her that because she was 30 compared to the teens that she chased down. But a 30-year-old woman with three children ages four to nine in her vehicle got cut off by some teenagers. There was an exchange of gestures. They were sticking their middle fingers up at each other. And this 30-year-old woman, who in all practical purposes was a nut job, chases this car down. I think that they said that she was approximately 15 miles that she followed this vehicle, literally pulls a pistol out and starts firing at these teens car, hitting a 17 year old in the face with one of the shots. The crazy thing about it, Robert, is that the other teen that was either in the car or driving was able to get a snapshot picture of this woman, which probably prompted this lady to turn herself in later that night. But after all of this craziness, this is a woman with three young kids in the car, chases down a car, shoots somebody, and then goes and has her nails done like nothing ever happened. What in the H-E double toothpick is going on in this world? Do you know what I'm saying? I do. It's just insane. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely crazy. And we talk about this stuff. I know on the Street Smarts for Life podcast, I talk about road rage. We've had a couple podcasts about that, Robert, and the fact that you have no idea what that person that is driving that other vehicle has been going through. You do not know if they're sane, insane, if they're angry at the world, if they've just had a fight with one of their loved ones, a spouse, and they're out to get someone. Statistically, on an average year, there's better than 60 deaths because of road rage. That's a year. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a very small number if you compare it to the drivers, but who in the heck wants to take a chance on it? Over what? Because somebody happened to do something. I'm sure when people cut people off. I've done it. Have you ever cut anybody off, Robert? Not on purpose. No, not on purpose, but inadvertently you're driving along your heads in the clouds. Sometimes we're off in la-la land. We should not be. Yes, we should be very alert drivers, but let's face it, we're human. You're not paying attention and maybe you pull out in front of somebody or you do something maybe less courteous than you would like. I always have a standard gesture for that, and that is I will wave, okay? And I try to make sure it's not a bye-bye wave. It's a I'm sorry wave. Have you ever done that? I wave and then I even mouth the word. I typically will tend not to do that because if they don't know how to read lips, they might think that I'm saying F you. <laughs> but 
<laughs> so I figured a wave is a gesture of significance, and it has been throughout history. Even You see it in the movies when the cowboy's riding up on the Native American, and what's the first thing he does? He goes, how? So we see that all the time, and I think everybody knows that gesture. Boy, that's politically incorrect. Okay, I've never been known for being politically correct, but in this situation, throw your hands up in the air, and you go, what in the heck are people thinking? And then you realize that they're not thinking. This individual, she is charged. She's in jail where she should be. Frankly, she should be in a rubber room as far as I'm concerned. Her children are now going to suffer because of her stupidity, because whether hopefully there's a husband involved and he's taking care of the kids or family, because otherwise the kids are going to go to child protective services. And I'm not sure that those folks are any better over there. So Life just got very complicated, and it got complicated fast because somebody got emotional and let those emotions get out of control. Very sad and tragic. We have got to start paying attention to the fact that there's a lot of stress in this world, isn't there? What are the things that you're stressed about right now, Robert? Anything in your life? I don't really complain that much. Yeah, there's always little stressors that happen day to day, but when I compare it to things going on in the world, they're pretty minimal. It's interesting. And you have been a world traveler in your lifetime and have spent time in a third world country. And you've seen a lot. I have as well. A lot of what we consider to be stresses really aren't stresses. They're just things that we allow to bother us. But this is not an individual that was suffering from a little bit of stress. This sounds like a very deranged individual. Now, the sad thing about it is the gun rights people, it's a real black eye for gun owners because this isn't an incident that should be tasked with a normal gun owner. But the first thing that, you know, many on the left are going to say is, oh my God, see those guns. It's terrible. Look how they're improperly used. And we see that all the time. So that's a ramification for everybody who believes in good gun ownership and the right to have a weapon for protection. The second thing that I think that this talks about is the fact that they need to do a little investigating and maybe they're going to find out that this individual was under the influence of drugs or maybe on some form of medication. That's one of the things that I find that's very scary is, do you know that they say that about 30 to 35% of the entire population of our country is on some form of antidepressant? Those numbers are staggering. When you think about individuals on antidepressants and things like that, definitely mood-altering drugs. States like where I live, they've legalized marijuana, and we've definitely seen the effects of that just destroying our communities. The folks that smoke that stuff, they'll be the first to jump up and say, no, 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 it doesn't change anything. Of course it doesn't affect me in any way. I just do it recreationally. I'm here to tell you folks, and this is many years ago, as a young kid. Not when I say young kid. When I was 15, I used to walk around stoned as hell. I was not in any shape to do anything that would probably involve any seriousness. You get these folks that they say, oh, no, I can do my drugs and it doesn't affect me at all, but that's a lie. Now, Robert, hey, you haven't even ever drank a cup of coffee, have you? No. No, that's just how I was raised. Yeah, you're not missing out on anything. Well, yeah, you are, because I love my coffee. As a matter of fact, my brother just called, and we're about to go catch me a cup. 
It is how you're raised. It's how you're brought up. I was brought up around weapons. I think you were too. You had, were taught to shoot and things like that when you were a kid, weren't you? Oh, yeah. It's funny because, and I don't want to date myself or uh, things, but I grew up in that day and age where you could go to school and it was not odd to see somebody with a rack of rifles in the back window of their pickup truck in the school parking lot. But interestingly enough, we didn't have any school shootings. I remember that. Do you remember those days? Oh, I do. Yeah. My brothers and I, we were known for it. We had pickup trucks and I was a shotgun guy. I always loved shotguns. Still to this day, that is my weapon of choice. I always had a shotgun in my truck. As a matter of fact, on occasion, I'd be driving down the road and I'd see a flock of turkeys and I might chase them into the woods. But I think overall, people really need to start getting a reality check and being victimized. I'm sure the teens did not expect some crazy woman to start chasing them down and firing a weapon at them while they were sticking their finger up at her. You just don't expect. That's not a normal response. I think that we need to be more self-aware. Let's just take the flip side, and this lady could be suffering from severe emotional problems caused by whatever. That seems to be the case because this is not a normal thing, all right? Here's a woman who is definitely suffering from some sort of derangement, anger issues, or whatever the case may be. What about the loved ones or her family members or friends? Do you not know when you have somebody who's going off the rails and take the time to maybe talk to them or see if there's anything that can be done about it. And that's, I think, a greater point to this is that if you see something going on with a loved one that doesn't seem normal, it's time to look into it and investigate. I get tired of hearing about these mass shootings that we have because this was a very small incident, but it could have just as easily been something more severe. But you hear about these shootings, these crimes being committed, and they always end up finding somebody that says, you know what, I knew so-and-so wasn't acting normal, but I didn't do anything about it. We've got to get to the point where in society, we're not afraid to say something if we see something. When it comes to bad issues, everybody wants to speak out about bad issues. How about speaking out about bad people? Does that make sense? Yeah. We've got to stop being quiet. If you see something, say something. If you know somebody that you think is going in the wrong direction, unless this was just an instant snap of a human being, this was a dangerous incident. It could have been very complicated. Other people could have been injured by stray bullets. What if she would have shot the driver and that driver would have veered off and caused maybe a more serious accident? If you have a friend, a relative, I don't care if it's your loved one. If something is wrong and they're going through some stuff, address it immediately before they get out of control on others. The other thing is that, man, leave people to heck alone. Get rid of the middle finger. I see it so often. I can't tell you how many times people stick their middle finger up at me. And I am one of those folks that that tends to perturb me a little bit, depending on the situation. But I usually force myself to wave when somebody does that. Although when you wave at somebody that's sticking their middle finger up at you, you know what that tends to do to them, Robert? Makes them even angrier. It makes them even angrier. It's interesting. We did a podcast. It was last year on road rage. We had done that podcast and I had headed into town just an hour later. And I'm going down the 
road and I got to the red light and I went to switch lanes. I was paying attention, but this kid was driving quite a rate of speed. So I did interfere with him by me switching lanes. I ended up pulling in front of him. I had to slow him down. The next thing you know, I got this individual who pulls up next to me and boy, he's like just poking his finger out his window. I just looked over and gave him kind of a wave just to let him know, hey, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean that. I'm not sure if there was a right or a wrong in it. He does a little swervy and goes to poke towards my vehicle with the front of his truck, which I thought that's not good. So I just backed off. Just so happened to be he was going to the mall and I was going to the gym at the mall. And I see him pull into a parking space. I literally did take the time. I pulled up as he was walking across the parking lot. He's in gym shorts and a t-shirt, and I am armed at all times. Not that I would ever want to use my weapon. That's not why I have it. I have it for extreme situations where there's no other alternative. But I pulled up as this kid was walking across the parking lot, and I said, hey, buddy, I said, can I talk to you a minute? And he looks, and he's like, uh, uh, and he's just going like that because he realizes that I kind of resemble a gorilla, <laughs> shape-wise. He's like, uh, I'm really sorry about that back there. And I said to him, I said, you know what? I said, I'm sure you are. And I said, hey, I said, it was just a bad misunderstanding. I said, but I just wanted to let you know that you got to be really careful with that middle finger, that anger issue you're going with, because it's not going to serve you well if you encounter the wrong person. You think nothing of it. I said, you point your vehicle in my direction a little bit stronger than you should have. And he's apologizing profusely at this point. And I said, now just think if I was an out of control person and I would have merely waited till you got out of your vehicle walking across this parking lot and I would have put tire tracks across you. I said, that stuff happens. Maybe make peace and not conflict. And I thought, hopefully it was a point well served because he was apologizing. Hopefully he got a little fear in him because I'll tell you something, it might save his life. Yeah, you, you don't want to mess with people today. And this is a perfect example of it. Nobody would expect that you cut somebody off and just flip the bird up to them. They're going to chase you down and shoot you. <laughs> and this was a lady. I think folks like to stereotype and think that road rage is a male thing, a guy thing, a testosterone thing. This one proves she might have had a little bit of testosterone going on. God only knows, but this was not. And we've got to be careful in all issues. I know right now there's a lot of the things coming from the left that have people very angry when it comes to their children and they're showing up at school board meetings and they're showing up at city council meetings. I believe that you need to express things well, but I don't know if screaming accomplishes anything. I don't know if pounding on tables accomplishes anything. I think that sometimes that makes you look like the bad guy. What do you think? I agree. And I actually find you can get more accomplished by just being respectful. That doesn't mean you don't let your voice be heard, but there's manners and ways in which you can do that that are not offensive. And I think that we've all got to just really focus and buckle down on not being offensive towards other people. Conversation started out about road rage, but I think that there's a lot to that. I think there's a lot of dynamics to this. I think this story touches on mental illness. It touches on 
the need to not be confrontational with others. It touches on awareness to what's going on around you and making sure that if you do see something, say something, or if you have a friend or a loved one that is going through some type of emotional problems, making sure that you get them help. And there'll be more to this story coming out, but the bottom line is very tragic. You got a a young girl, 17, with a bullet hole in her face. You got a mother who is clearly going to spend quite a bit of time in a jail cell. And I think she also needs to spend some time maybe in a mental institution and getting some severe counseling there. But just overall tragic. And hopefully we don't hear about too many more of these, but people are on the edge. We have gas prices through the roof. We have food prices. They're talking about food shortages. We have a lot of folks that should not be in places where they are of power who are trying to kind of anger and upset people. And they're doing it with the right methods because they're affecting people's daily lives. So maybe we should be very careful and expect more of this type of stuff. That's sad to say, but there is a way to avoid it. Just avoid conflict. Do that in your life and I think you can fare out pretty well. Hey, Robert, it's been good talking to you. Folks, for the listeners, if you notice, Robert is not the most talkative. That's why I call my voice of reason. I'm the guy that talks. Robert's the guy that I go to for quantification information. Very level-headed. In many cases, much more grounded than I am. There's times that I can be known to be ricochet rabbit, but I make it fun, hopefully, and hopefully you enjoy some of my rants and raves. So, hey, this is America's Independent Voice. It's real talk about real people, real issues, real America. Robert, I hope you have a great day. I got a lot to do and then a long trip to make. So let's just say parting ways and I'm out of here. Thank you for joining us at America's Independent Voice. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please take a moment to rate our show. You can find us at americasindependentvoice.com. Until next time, y'all have a great and safe day.